Right, what's this? Uh, Culture Trumpet, episode 4, intro, take 1. Who? Dan and Mark again, obviously. What? Music? Film? Other rubbish, probably. I don't know. Guest interview, maybe? When? Well, right now, I suppose. Why? Well, because no one's telling them to stop, obviously. Job done. Right, I'm off down the pub. Give us a shout if you need anything else, yeah? Roll the intro. Mark, I'm not sure hiring a voiceover company was the best way forward. We could have just done it ourselves, because that's not what we're doing. I thought it'd just make, make life easier, one less thing for us to do. It's but. not It's not hitting the brief. It's not getting the point across of... Anyway, anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's, it's episode let's. four. Sorry. 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 <laughs> I, didn't catch, I didn't catch what you said. I just realised you said it's episode four <laughs> in a very excited way. So I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. It is episode four. Fantastic. We're back. We had a couple of weeks off just to regroup and recover and and that because we, we kind of hit the ground running and didn't really stop. We've been counting um, all our money that we've made. I've been counting the money we've been spending. We did a little survey, which is still active. The link will be in the description. We're interested in hearing what people think if, if they're listening to it. We've had a, a bit of feedback so far, which has been helpful. Generally positive. We, we, at least we know we're kind of not going completely in the wrong direction. And there's been some helpful comments and suggestions on there. So we're going to kind of take those on board. We may shuffle around with the kind of format a little bit as we go along, just to kind of keep things moving a bit quicker perhaps but yeah let's let's crack on and see what this one brings us so we have an interview and yes i recorded this earlier with our guest mr gary sidcup so i'll drop that clip in here and you can enjoy the interview yeah i'm looking forward to it let's go for it up first on the culture trumpet podcast episode four can't believe we're at four but there we are we finally got an interview mr gary sidcup is the world's fastest interviewee so it's taken us four episodes, but we've finally got somebody nailed down in the studio to talk to you. Mr. Gary Sidcup, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Dan. I must say, it's a pleasure to be here. I've never been on a podcast before. Um, I'm very excited. I can't believe it's taking you four episodes to get me, but here we are. I'm here. Let's go. What do you want to talk to me about? I'll go have anything. I'm very fast at talking to people who want to slow this bit down. If you have slowed it down, congratulations. You've found a little strength that guys have wanted to put in. I've seen lots of films. What films have you seen? I've seen Airplane, Aliens, Back to the Future, Part 1, Part 2, Part 3, uh, the other Alien films around. Alien vs. Predator, Predator. Those Predator films, they're okay, aren't they? I like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I didn't like the new ones. I'm not looking forward to Predator. There we are. Disney Plus, that's good. Quite expensive. Quite Netflix. Quite cheap. What else is out there? Paramount Plus. Don't like the fact that they're taking discovery from Netflix. Netflix is good. I've already talked about it. What else is out there? Amazon Prime. That's quite expensive too. Don't forget, they deliver all my favourite sweeties. Do you like sweeties? Do you find love sweeties? Humbug. They're in the all of those things I can't remember. Hmm. What else do you like to talk about on the show? That's right. Video games. I've quite played video games. I've got lots of real friends. Sorry, sorry. You like to say inside. I watch videos and stuff. Let's watch videos. Cool some videos. How about YouTube? Do you like YouTube? YouTube's great. Watch my channels on YouTube. Lockdown. 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 Rubbish. I nearly completed Netflix. It wasn't great. I've already talked about Netflix. Ooh, what else do you like? Steelbooks. Fucking love steelbooks. I have so many steelbooks in my house. I need so many shelves. Do you like shelves? Fucking great. IKEA. Now they know how to do shelves. Do you know IKEA? This gives me all the food. Ooh, that's something else you talk about on the show. Food. You talk about food. You always talk about stupid physical media. Digital nonsense. We never talk about food. Do you like food? Fucking love food. Pizza. Spaghetti. Burgers. I don't know. Pasta. It's food. Who doesn't like food? I love dogs. We haven't talked about dogs yet. Do you talk about dogs? No, I love dogs. I love the beagle. Beagle's great. We don't have shit okay that was gary sidcup the world's fastest interviewee usually an interview is more two-sided but i mean cool we had a guest 
I'll take it. Let's get on with the show. You know, I'm beginning to think this interview segment is maybe not such a good idea. We have not had a great track record so far. No, it's getting a bit embarrassing, to be quite honest. And, yeah. you know, we're quite serious. I, I don't think we've taken the mick out of ourselves once in the last four, no. six weeks. It's really kind of bringing the tone of the thing down. Yeah. We, we're doing a professional thing here, and it's yeah. just making us look like a fool. I'm going to block Gary, I think, from yeah. Snapchat, which is how I got him. And, yeah, wrong vibe. Yeah. <laughs> so... What has been going on? We took a little hiatus. We did. Um, we did. Like Adele. Adele came back with... Just like Adele. Yeah. That's exactly how I imagine myself. We didn't have a divorce. No. So our content's not going to be as good as hers. No. No. But, we uh, need to up our game there, don't we? Yeah. I think for in geek news, I think that the biggest one, certainly for UK viewers, was the news that the expected arrival of season four of Star Trek Discovery on Netflix, where it's where the previous seasons have streamed, did not happen. And more than that, the previous seasons have also disappeared. So it turns Uh-oh. out... Yeah, not smart, not great. And it turns out that Paramount are going to be launching their Paramount Plus streaming service in the UK at some point next year. And they're keeping it all for themselves. The problem with this now, because yeah. every bloody studio has its own streaming service right yes yeah and it's all right people got got a bit annoyed that the likes of netflix and disney had the monopoly but it's now getting to the point where you're probably spending 5.99 a month four or five times over yeah yeah Uh, And, and this whole thing you know a few years ago where you know when when like netflix and amazon video came along and it was like, oh, cut the cord. You can get rid of your Sky Movies. You can get rid of your subscriptions, your cable and your satellite subscriptions. And you can just pay for the streaming services you want. Whereas now, you, you kind of like, you got to pay for them, all of them. Otherwise, you'll miss something. And I can see why Netflix and Amazon and Disney Plus are a great kind of service because they've got so much content. Okay, whether it's in in the case of Amazon and Netflix, whether it's a mix of externally produced stuff or their own stuff, or obviously with Disney, it's got the whole Disney back catalogue, Marvel, Star Wars, Fox and all that kind of thing. But then you've got ones like Paramount Plus and like Peacock, which is the NBC one. I'd forgotten about one. You've just made me even more angry. Exactly. Okay, they've got... The TV shows, like the historical TV shows, okay. But they don't really have... It's like I could look at Netflix and go, right, there's there's a hundred things I would watch on Netflix. The only thing I would be interested in Paramount Plus is literally Star Trek Discovery and or, or Picard if that goes on there. Oh, or don't, Strange don't, New don't, World don't, if that goes don't. on there. Just, no. If Picard Series 2 goes to Peacock... No, what's it? If Picard uh, Season Paramount 2 Plus. goes to Paramount Plus... No, no I'm sorry. I'm. Can we move on? I'm, I'm. My blood pressure's going through it through the roof. I. I, I don't want to talk I, I, about Paramount Plus. I'm angry. Go away. <laughs> I. I think that the one thing I will give them, however, is that in doing this, it, in kind of obviously, it's launched in the US this last week, the the new season. And they've removed it from what I can tell, kind of worldwide. Right. It's only available currently in the US on Paramount Plus. So I think it's really groundbreaking and, and brave of them to move to an international. BitTorrent distribution method. (laughs) 
Because that's what's going to happen. By the time they launch in the UK or Everyone's wherever else they launch... Everyone's going to have stolen it. Anyone who wants to watch it will have already watched it. They are boldly uh, going when no studio has gone before. Yeah, screwing themselves over. Mic drop on that one. So, yeah. So, I think... Uh, yeah, it, it's annoying. Apparently, Paramount Plus is going to be included for UK Sky Movies subscribers as a, as a quote-unquote free add-on. But, you know, I don't subscribe to Sky Movies because I buy all the films I want on disc or I watch them on the streaming services. So Quite right. I'm certainly not going to subscribe to Sky Movies just to get Paramount Plus. No, no, exactly. It's so, I think it's a very bold move. And very. Let's see how it pays off, Cotton. Yes, uh, yes. To quote um, Dodgeball. Oh, very good, very good. I, no, I, I think they've upset a lot of a lot of fans there doing that. I think it was a, that was a bad move. Beep, 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 news flash jingle. So, it appears after all the fuss around Star Trek Discovery uh, disappearing from Netflix, that it will, after all, uh, be airing in the UK and a, a few other countries via the Pluto TV streaming service, um, which is owned by Viacom CBS, who are also the owners of uh, Paramount Plus. In the UK, it will start streaming on Friday the 26th of November at 9pm on the Sci-Fi channel within the Pluto TV app, and it will be repeated apparently on the Saturday and Sunday evenings at the same time as well, and you will also be able to buy episodes digitally from the usual stores like iTunes, Prime Video, places like that. The one, I guess, good point is that the Pluto TV app and service is free. It's ad-supported, but there's no subscription to pay. And the app is available on a huge range of devices, um, Apple devices, Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, Samsung and LG smart TVs and so on. Uh, and it can also use Chromecast as well. So at least there's plenty of choice and you don't necessarily have to pay for the episodes if you don't want to keep digital copies. Oh, obviously the whole thing's been an absolute mess um, and, and fans were rightly upset at the way it was all handled. Um, but it does seem, at least on this occasion, um, they've been listened to and uh, Paramount, Viacom have kind of at least done what they can in an impressively quick period of time to uh, get the show out there for, for fans around the world. So I guess um, a bit of a pat on the back there, but they could have saved themselves a whole lot of hassle if they'd have just left things where they were for now un until the launches of the Paramount Plus service were properly confirmed and, and scheduled in. But there we go. Back to our normal programme. Beep, 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 End of newsflash jingle. Talking to streaming services, the new MCU Disney Plus show Hawkeye launches or launched on the 24th of November. As we're recording this, it's not the 24th yet, but I have been able to see the first two episodes and it's great fun. Really is really fun show. I think Haley Steinfeld and Jeremy Renner work really well together. No spoilers, but but you know, there's a nice kind of storyline being set up, and the the chemistry between those two is great. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing where the rest of the season goes. I know that's going to be on my list of mm. one of the first things to watch on the 24th. Yeah. I I can't wait. I've I still haven't seen the Eternals, but I'm I'm waiting for some more Marvel in my life. 
So yeah. forward to that. No, it's really good fun. It's really good fun. I think it's, it's, it, Hawkeye's never been the most well-served character on the kind of main Avengers line. But I think on this one, he's he's really going to... Based on the first couple of episodes, yeah, I think he's really going to come through. Interestingly, it is very much... To, to me, at least, is very much Haley Steinfeld's show. Well, that's the way um, I think it's going to go with the Young Avengers, yeah. isn't it? Now coming that's into it. the into the fray, but she's, but she's a fantastic actress, and I'm looking oh, forward great. to seeing. Yeah. I assume she's playing Kate Bishop. I, can't, I haven't really watched any that's of the trailers. Right. Yeah, yeah, she's playing Kate Bishop, which I don't really follow the comics, but I understand she does at some point become Hawkeye. I, so that makes a lot of sense. Perhaps that's where the the show is in, is kind of heading story wise, uh, like a passing the the baton thing bow it's literally a bow the bow the bow oh you're on the ball tonight you really are <laughs> but i think based on the first two episodes there's a nice interesting story being set up the two of them bounce off each other really well yeah it's only a six episode season but i'm really looking forward to watching the rest of it cool very good how about you what's what's been going on at your side so i made a triumphant return to the cinema after being oh, yes. so wound up the last time i went by youth making lots of mm. noise and phones and stuff. I went to see Ghostbusters Afterlife. Okay, go and on. And I think it's a very good film. Right. There are certain scenes that people won't be expecting, and mm. it's a passion project, and I think a very yeah. good tribute to the original, okay. without treading on toes of the original, if that makes sense. Okay. As I, I don't want to say much more because it's good. I enjoyed it. There's a few things I went... Huh, that didn't go anywhere. But mm. yeah, all in all, it was brilliant. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay, okay. The, the reviews have been funny. I think that they've been the majority of them seem to have been very positive. But the ones who don't like it really don't like it. Okay. From from the kind of some of the reactions I've I've been reading. It but, goes in a very obvious direction. Okay. But again, without really going into it, I think it's one that it'll be Marmite, and it clearly is being Marmite. Yeah. But it's better than the... Oh, what's his name? Paul Feig? What's his name? Yeah, Paul Feig. Yeah. It's better than the Paul Feig reboot. And that's all okay. that mattered to me. And I enjoyed it, and it was a better cinema experience. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think there's there's obviously a nostalgia thing, isn't there? There's a... Yeah, of course. The first two films, you know, I know the second one gets a bad rep, but I like the second one. I like one, the second one. You know, they, they are a product of their time, and they're kind of like those, when they're the films you grew up with, any sequel is going to be compared to it. And I think that's where the 2016 film, I think, I like the 2016 film. I think there's lots to like in it. It's, it's a funny cast, but it suffers in comparison. And I think if you're going to do a sequel to a film like that, it's unavoidable that it's going to be compared. And when the first two are so good, you either have to do something completely different and hope it works, which for the 2016 film, it didn't quite pull it off. Or you've kind of just got to embrace the nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. And dive in and and, and have those links to the first films and, and, you know, use the classic iconography and, and all that kind of thing. So that's cool. I'm looking forward to it. I, I do want to see it. Everything I've seen so far looks good. So I'll give it a go. What else have you caught up with? So uh, music-wise, not done Adele. No chance, not yet. My neighbour has been <laughs> listening to it, and I've heard bits of it through Bob Wall. So, so yeah, what's worse than listening to the new Adele album on purpose? Well, that's hearing it unwillingly through your wall. And that's exactly <laughs> what's been happening the last week. But what has come out, which has been fantastic, and a surprise to me, was mm. 
British rock band The Darkness have released their seventh studio album called Motorheart. And seven? Seven. I know, it's amazing. A band that broke up for what seemingly felt like years and years. I've got seven albums. I... I recall them being absolutely the shit. You're not wrong. For for like a couple of years, just all went. They headlined the Carling Festival, which is now Reading and Leeds, and they headlined it off the first album, Permission to Land. Now, the albums that they came back with when Justin Hawkins rejoined the band, so look at this, that's Hot Cakes, Last of Our Kind and such. Mm. To me, they didn't carry that sort of like heavy punch you in the face riffs that they were famous for whereas for me i think motorheart is a return to form and it's even carrying some of the same sort of imagery as permission Mm. to land that's helped sell it to me but it's a really good album and i'm annoyed that their their date in my city clashes with something i'm going to but i would love to see them on this tour because the album's just uh kicks you in the teeth and it's like yeah we're back so has it got that same kind of because again the early stuff that i remember never didn't really take itself too seriously right so has it got that kind of playful sense of humor kind the of first thing song it? is called welcome to glasgow <laughs> so and that answers my question well a band who's not from glasgow brave move and yeah <laughs> it's I've, i heard it i was like ah yeah no hmm, okay they're doing this again are they okay fair enough. <laughs> and it, it's what you expect it's got justin hawkins's falsetto some great yeah. solos and yeah the addition of rufus tiger taylor who is roger taylor from queen's son he's on the drums okay. now and it's okay. his second or third album with them i think oh right, and okay again just that driving force behind this is fantastic well worth yeah. a listen i mean i'll, I'll always forgive the darkness anything really because they have given us one of the greatest modern christmas songs every year that is on in my house it's just just absolutely phenomenal so so absolutely i'm I'm kind of down down for them i'm glad to hear they're back anyway because didn't he kind of go off with with rehab issues and things like that at least once and he's been very open about it but yes oh yeah i do believe he had a, a slight issue with cocaine and drinking very moorish that's the problem the problem with drugs that's it. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> so was Ghostbusters the only thing you saw in the cinema on your Correct. triumphant return? Right. I, okay. there, was, there was a question in the household about, should we go see Eternals or should we see Ghostbusters? I had mm. a bit of a week from hell, which is also why we had a bit of a break. And Eternals, just because of the reviews that I'd seen, took the back seat. Okay. And I'll be honest, the Eternals, eh, I don't know how much it's going to play into... The coming up films, the upcoming films. So I was happy wow. to sort of leave it for the time being. Whereas yeah, I, Ghostbusters, I, think... I didn't want to get any spoilers for, and I'm so glad I saw it when I did. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I, I think Eternals is going to be one I watch, obviously, because I'm a fan of the MCU. But it's not one of those we're going to kind of in a rush to see. I'm, I'm happy to wait for it to hit disc or streaming and, and kind of go from there. Maybe next week. Maybe, maybe next week. Maybe, yeah. Okay, cool. So we mentioned about changing the format because we you know did. we need to evolve we're, we're humans we naturally want to become better things we do shall we do another quiz because we've done Not, that three times in a row we shall now we'll come to that in a moment but because we're also quite traditional and stuck in our little ways we do need to just fit in our other regular weekly feature how could i forget has, how could i possibly done- forget has Dan seen Die Hard yet? So here we go. This week's instalment. Dan, have you seen Die Hard yet? No. Fantastic. Okay, on with the quiz. Roll the jingle! It's Dan versus Mark. 
it's Dan versus Mark. So, this week we had a chat and thought the quote game got a little, to me it got a bit stale mainly because I won last week and I want to go out on a high. <laughs> so, Mark and I had a little chat and instead of quotes, we had a talk about trivia and we're going to park that for another future episode. Mm-hmm. So what we decided, well Mark decided and I thought, yes, I can't come up with a better idea because I'm lazy. Taglines. Now, very gracious, but I must be honest here and thank one of the respondents to our survey who actually suggested this one. Oh, there's me um, bigging you up. Thank you, Anonymous. I, well, do, I'll, I'll take uh, the big up first, and then I'll give the credit where it's due. So we, we all get to bask in the glory. So, so but yeah, this was recommended by one of the people who responded to the survey. So thank you for that, whoever you are, kind person. And just briefly, as I said at the beginning of the episode, we take those comments and feedback seriously. And we're, we're trying to use it to kind of Shape. get things shift you know shape it a little bit more and, and that so respond to that survey give us your comments give us suggestions and who knows yours may be in the next episode so yes movie taglines and the rules are quite simple week. we went on to imdb search for a film and if the tagline is on the poster we can ask that there is okay. a tagline section on imdb but it's a bit vast and it's a lot of the translated ones, so it was quite difficult, really, to work out what was what. There is that, and there's also obviously movies have often have more than one tagline. Anyway, there might be one on a poster, one in a trailer. So we try to make a... it as simple and as yeah. well rounded as possible, and and as fair for Dan as possible. That's rude, but let's see how we go. <laughs> Would you like to go first, or shall I go first? Oh, you, you, I'm feeling nice. You can go first today. Well, thank you very much. Okay, here we go. Number one. Get the hot girl, defeat her evil exes, hit love where it hurts. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. <sighs> it was the evil exes that gave it away. Oh, I yes. thought I got that wrong then. I was about to go, oh, shit. Oh. oh, no, that was right. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. Well done. Talking of Edgar Wright, finally caught up with last night in Soho. Oh, go on. That's for another week, but I very oh, much enjoyed really? it. Oh, really? Okay. You did? I did. That's good. Okay, okay. We'll park that one for now. Next week, maybe. Ooh. Anyway, your first tagline. Yes. It's nothing personal. Uh, This is going well for you. Oh, shut up. It's nothing personal. No, I do know this. What the hell? Oh, go on. Give us a clue. It's a sequel. Yeah. No, I figured that one. It's nothing personal. Is it the first sequel? It it is indeed, yes. It's nothing personal. Oh, Terminator 2. Oh, I'm impressed. Well done. Oh. I mean, Terminator 2 Judgment Day, but I'll let it slide. Oh, all right. Okay, here's one. When your dad's an undertaker, your mum's in heaven, and your grandma's got a screw loose, it's good to have a friend who understands you, even if he is a boy. That's not familiar. It sounds like it's gonna not, not a parody kind of film, but it no. sounds... Oh, no, definitely not. No. <laughs> Can I have a clue, please? Well, I mean, it's like a, an early 90s one, I think. I've not seen it personally, but apparently what starts out as a nice little film ends, like, in a quite traumatising way. Oh, it's not... Is it a Peter Jackson film? I was wondering if it was good. Is it a bad taste? What's the other one? Your brain dead? Oh, right, no. That goes no, mental. No. Okay, no, I'm going to have to pass on that. I have got a clue. My Girl, starring Macaulay Culkin. Nope, that's completely new to me. 
Fair enough, fair enough. Moving Obviously on. Obviously not a Macaulay Culkin fan. Well, I mean, who doesn't love Home Alone? Not the Disney <laughs> Plus reboot, but there we are. <laughs> okay, here's number two for you. In this house, if you've seen one ghost, you haven't seen them all. You've seen one ghost, you haven't seen them all. Uh, a bit of a disclaimer, this one threw me and not the tagline I thought was on the poster. Oh, okay. If you've seen one ghost, you haven't seen them all. Is it... It's not like Haunted Mansion? Nope, nothing like... Well, I say nothing like that. It's not that. The, the Frighteners? Good guess, but I'm going to have to take your next one. Otherwise, it's cheating. It's too late to ask for a clue. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, you can't have that. Sorry. Go on. If I said say his name three times. Beetlejuice. Exactly. Oh. I oh, know. Right, yeah. I was really surprised by that. Okay. All right. I, fair anyways, enough. So yeah, that was, that was Beetlejuice. Okay, okay, right then, my next one. You don't get to 500 million friends without making a few enemies. I mean, it's probably the social network. It is the social network. Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, it makes perfect sense why that's the tagline for that. Yeah. Ooh, it's not looking good for you, buddy. No, no, oh hell. I'm not I'm not sure I like listener feedback anymore. No, I mean, well, I, mean, well, I do, because I'm winning at the moment, <laughs> but, you know, there's still, there's still three to go. Okay, two to go? I don't know, I can't do maths. Anyway. <laughs> okay, let's see if you can get this one. It's hotter than hell. <sighs> if I did, I should have done it. It's hotter than hell! In, in like a voiceover, but I'm not very good at that. Is it? Is it? God, I don't know. Hotter than hell. I'll give, I'll give you a clue because this, is, this yeah. is excruciating. You can Go have a, you have an easy clue, <laughs> right? Or you can have a harder clue. One will give it we'll, away. One won't. We'll give go with a harder clue. Go okay, on. it's set in Los Angeles. Oh, is it, is it the volcano? Yay! Vol- yes. I nearly said, is it the volcano film? Oh, yeah, that volcano. one. Volcano. <laughs> yeah. I was going to give you Tommy Lee Jones otherwise, but that's quite easy. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Yep, that okay. would be Volcano. Volcano. That I've seen that for film. years. I've never seen it. No, oh, there was Dante's Peak was the other one that came out at the same time. Oh, yeah, the Volcano one. film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not seen either. Is, okay, is that the one right. with uh, Pierce Brosnan? Yes. What's the chops from Terminator? Melinda Hamilton. I didn't know she was in it. I, it's seen it years I ago, think... but I probably never put two and two together. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho, right then. Here we go. This this one's rather apt for for this for this quiz saga that's ongoing. Whoever wins, we lose. Alien versus Predator. Oh, very good. Now, for the for the listener, my answer that's real time. There's no cut there. Bang, <laughs> bosh. Next one. Move on. <laughs> I think that's probably the quickest one you've ever done. That's I great. like I like this. Qu- Thank you, listener. <laughs> I remember seeing that film a little bit too young, and I hadn't. Re- I must have seen Alien before that. But a friend of mine, who's a bit older than me, introduced me to those films, and I mean, I say I owe a lot to him. He traumatized me as a child. Mm. Growing up, traumatized me by showing me those films, and I thank him for making me the man I am today. <laughs> anyway, let's see if you can get at least one. Go on then. Sorry, you have one. Let's see if you can make it two. Rub it in. Yep. Hell, any of them could have done it. 
Knives Out. Yes. Oh, what a film that oh, is. I, I love that film. I'm impressed with that because I didn't know that was the tagline. I didn't either, but I just love that film and it's just the first one. Go- it's obviously a murder mystery, right? Sure. And that's... It, it could be that or it could be Clue. And I was thinking... I, I'm thinking of it now, saying it to you, you could have gone down the Clue route. Yeah, but but Knives Out is my favourite, like... Who done it kind of thing. Who done it? Yeah. Uh, and so that was just the first one that came to my head. That was fun. That was, that was a good one. I like Yeah, yeah. Well done on that one. Well, no, well done um, to you. You got the point. Well, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. My last one then. 40 stories of sheer adventure. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Die hard. Yes. <laughs> oh, this is getting old. This is, no, this is meant no, to it's shake not. Things up. It's, it's really not getting old. <laughs> Comedy is repetition. Uh, say that's a P. Okay. Comedy. Well, I mean, well garlic anyway. bread. Ga- garlic bread. Bread. We garlic. <laughs> it's the future. Right. Anyway, See booked if... it, packed it, fucked <laughs> off. <laughs> Can you get last the last one? one? Probably not. Yep. A murder in the past, a mystery in the future. Something timey-wimey. Murder in the past, a mystery in the future. Not Looper. Give you a clue. Go on. Because the listeners could probably get turned off if you go any longer. It's it's very modern. It's really only just come out. You've seen the posters. What? Literally, what? Yeah, I've, I've even mentioned it today. Oh, Jesus. Last night in Soho. Could I give you that though? Yeah, I mean, it, that's up to you. It, it, I wouldn't have got it if you I hadn't didn't literally know just said tag. that. No, <laughs> I didn't. But I'm thinking, oh, like a time travel film. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's an a odd... weird one. Yeah. It's also a film that Edgar Wright, I believe, said, "Don't watch the trailer." And I remember seeing it in the cinema, the trailer. And I thought, mm. oh, doesn't give much away. And you watch it. Oh, it gives quite a lot away, actually. <laughs> It's worth going in not knowing because it just mucks with you a little bit more. Yeah, I think I've seen one trailer at that point. Thought this seems like it's giving a lot away. Mm, I'm not sure yeah. I want to watch anymore. So okay, good effort. Let's tell yeah. them schools. Well, I think you probably do better than me. You so you, got, you got four out of five. Just and one it more was time. Your, say again. Just one more time. You got you got four out of five. Well done. Uh, to me, I don't know what to say. Well done, because yeah. you got three, I think. Yes. You were only let yes. down by your pitiful lack of Macaulay Culkin knowledge. I mean, I'll take that because <laughs> you know, I I haven't seen Die Hard yet. I know it's forty stories of adventure. It is, um, and if you don't want to see it after you've heard that, then I don't know what we can do. I keep making the joke with my other half, going, "This year's the year, right? We're going to watch Die Hard this year." <laughs> and she, the, the, you just see the the joy just drain from her. That I don't know. But, yeah, it's only because she's not seen it yet. Yeah, put it on. Put same. it on and watch the joy spread across her face. It will ruin our weekly segment. Oh well, that's true. That's so we have true, to find yeah. some other cult film that I haven't watched that everybody else has seen. Yeah, that's all right. We'll keep it fresh. Talking of fresh, I've won. Unlucky commiserations. Let's see how we get on next week. Let's move on. Let's move Moving on. So, our kind of topic of the week. Cue um, the jingle. It's time for topic or topics of the week.
I make I spent a lot of time making those jingles. They're getting used. They're awesome. They are awesome. They're foot tappers, every one of them. So this week, this is something we kind of very briefly touched on way back in episode zero, the pilot. But it's kind of just something I wanted to cover a little bit more. I'm sure I'm not going to say anything groundbreaking that hasn't already been said, but it's just one of those kind of things where I have thoughts and I wanted to get out there. So it's about fandom, right? And the kind of fans and so-called fans, the good, the bad and the ugly of those kind of movements and groups. And I think where it really started to get me annoyed was probably around this whole Justice League Snyder Cuts thing. Where obviously it was kind of well known before the film came out that, that Zack Snyder had left and, and Joss Whedon had come in to finish the film and, and it became fairly clear that he'd, he'd done more than just, you know, a few bits and pieces of pickup shots and editing, but he'd, he'd significantly changed the film. There was this campaign that started, I think, almost before the film came out, released the Snyder Cut. And it, it kind of went on for a couple of years, didn't it? See, I can't remember the release the Snyder Cut movement pre-release of Whedon Cut because I knew that Zack needed to step down because of the family bereavement. Uh Uh And uh, I don't know. I don't really know where that was going, but I can't remember seeing release the Snyder Cut at the time because the fans would have understood why Zack was standing out, or I'd like to think. Yeah. No, I I, I think when when I say it was around before the the original version of the film was released i i don't mean like months and months i mean but within a very short period of time okay you know cl- close to the release time and of course eventually they did release the Snyder cut fantastic at at what cost do we have a figure to hand i think originally they said it was going to be about 30 million dollars to complete the film which is primarily visual effects work and obviously regrading the colour and and all that kind of thing. They did shoot a couple of new scenes, obviously. But I think what that led to was perhaps a kind of sense of entitlement. Because, well, because the fans effectively forced a studio to release another film? Or Well, well here's, here's where I'm getting to, you see. Ooh. I don't think they did, right? For all the campaigning and the release the Snyder Cut and for all the teasing that, that Zack Snyder himself did, like reels of showing reels of film and stills from his his version and all that. I don't think that that cut would have happened if it wasn't for HBO Max. Wasn't it the first exclusive movie that they got? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, first I see. Big I see. announcement, right? And I think if it had been down to Warner Brothers, the film studio or home entertainment studio they wouldn't have spent $30 million finishing this film or restoring this film, whatever you want to call it, and then putting it out on a on a wide release on the cinema or, or a big home video release, right? I just don't think that would have happened because of the people who were there in charge and, and the money involved, etc. But you've got this other wing of the company who are launching a brand new streaming service and they are desperate for exclusive content to bring people in. To bring they've the people in, yeah. Yeah, yeah they've obviously got, you know, all the old series that you can stream. They've got Game of Thrones, Sopranos, all that kind of stuff to, to get people in. But they are desperate for new content quickly, 
okay? And what they've got is a film that is essentially 80-90% finished, that they can spend not a cheap amount on, but they can spend... A, it's less than making a whole new film, right? Sure. They can spend an amount of money on, get the director in, and let him just... Because it, because it's a streaming service, let him do what he wants, and it's four hours long. That, and this is kind of my another little side point, that film that was released is not the Snyder Cut that people wanted releasing back in 2017. Because there's no way that the theatrical cut of Zack Snyder's film would have been four hours long. No, because right? traditionally he, that wouldn't have drawn audiences in. No. He might have gotten away with three hours at push, right? Obviously Avengers Endgame, Batman v Superman, etc. Right? Lord of the Rings. He may have gotten away with a three-hour theatrical cut. But people campaign that but that four-hour version is not the Snyder cut that people were originally campaigning for. It's the one they got because with HBO Max, you'd do away with that limitation of runtime. Right, it could have been six hours long if there was enough footage, right? Yeah, because runtime is irrelevant. But what I'm saying is, for all the fans are going, we won, we won, we made Warner Brothers release this film. No, no, they didn't. <laughs> HBO knew that there was a demand there, capitalized on that, and capitalized on it. Sure, and they took a punt that it was worth spending thirty or forty million dollars getting the film finished as you know, not as the director originally intended, but the film, the film he wanted to make at that point in time. The, the film he could make and finish without the limitations yeah. of the theatrical release. Right? Now, you're right by saying runtime is technically irrelevant by how mm. they did it. Now, mm. I watched the Snyder Cut. I didn't see the Joss Whedon Cut, but I have mm. seen the Snyder Cut, and mm-hmm. it is a film of two halves. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, I watched the first two hours, paused it, made myself some dinner, came back yeah. and watched the second half, and it was quite yeah. a nice way of doing it. Mm. Yeah. In a theatre, that would have really annoyed me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, so you've got that element to fandom, right? Which is, is, is the kind of the campaign, and they were campaigning because they're fans of the film, they're fans of the director. You know, they want to see the director's vision, okay? Because he, he was unable to finish the film originally, and that's a good thing. The Snyder Cut movement themselves, right? They raised money for suicide prevention and all that kind of good stuff. Right? There was a good outcome to there him good outcome. doing it. A, a good outcome all round, let's say, right? But then it moves into this kind of entitlement thing where now they're going into this whole you see it on on twitter this hashtag restore the snyderverse right like they're suddenly gonna go oh yeah okay we'll we'll carry on and we'll make another film with henry cavill and ben affleck well henry cavill might still be playing superman but i don't think ben affleck's got any real serious wish to carry on playing batman occasional cameo aside right he he turned down the opportunity to make his own batman film and hence we have batpat yeah and that was handed to him on a plate right so this whole thing of like restore the snyderverse i'm not sure there's a snyderverse to restore okay and then they're now going on release the air cut of of suicide squad like they've done it once they can do it again well to a degree i i feel sorry for david air because mm-hmm. when james gunn's the suicide squad came out he got a lot of flack on the internet because of how good James Gunn's vision was. Yeah. And of the two films, I preferred James Gunn's. Oh, yeah. Now, no, maybe that's because James Gunn had come off the back of his Marvel success mm-hmm. and had done two outstanding Marvel films and knew mm. how to do it. I yeah. don't know. So I did feel mm. sorry for David Ayer that he got to see all this abuse when, you know, released the air cut. Well, he did. 
he his film came out. We've seen it, remember? It didn't mm. do very well. You don't get to do over as a director most of the time. I think where to to be fair, from from what I've read and my understanding of, of the of the first Suicide Squad film is that, that is that is far from his what you call a director's cut. I think the issue Warner Brothers had was they, they kind of panicked a bit because of Batman v Superman in terms of the reception it got as being too dark. My from from my reading of it, they they did a couple of different trailers for the film and and obviously that that, that Suicide Squad trailer that came out with, with the cool music and all edited in time to the music that was like a huge fan hit as far as trailers go. The film was nothing like that in in like tone and pacing and and so on. And I think this, from what I gathered, the studio kind of then panicked and ended up doing two or three different versions of the film and kind of test screened them all. And and what you're left with now is the final version is like this real mishmash of what David Ayer originally created and then like the studio meddling and re-editing and all that kind of thing. So I've I've got no doubt that there is an air cut of the film. That will be better than what we got originally, but this this kind of thing of like, oh, it worked for it worked for Justice League, so let's now hashtag release the air cut. It doesn't work like that, does it? It, it doesn't. It, I don't think there's a real need for the studio to get a Suicide Squad film back out when the Suicide no. Squad did so well. Well, it did critically. It did. It it, it wasn't a massive hit commercially but then it had this split release on hbo max yeah true which you know but i think again unless hbo max want to stump up the money it's just never going to happen it's not going to happen no they're quite right and i think this this then kind of goes on to the the kind of bad side of fandom this this could get interesting well you know kind of we were talking about ghostbusters earlier on right Mm. and the 2016 version got some really just nasty nasty kind of shit going on against like the actors who were in it and you know there's obviously one one of the leads was was they're all f- female right one of them's a, a, a black female lead and she got some horrendous <laughs> abuse you know for pretty obvious reasons as to why she got the abuse do you know what i mean there's a, there's a real kind of cry baby man child throwing the toys out the pram right. turn yeah, to yeah, a lot of this yeah. stuff right you know i i've i've fallen down these youtube rabbit holes of some of these so-called fan videos where they're dissecting stuff and there's there's one that was talking about like captain marvel right so apparently the people have really got it in for brie larson Right, Christ knows why. I I don't know. She's a she's a great actor. I think she's good in the role, right? But people just took against her as Captain Marvel, right? Some people did. Men, right? White men took against her as as Captain Marvel. And I've seen. I, I watched one video where one guy was saying that the fact that they are calling the sequel the Marvels and not Captain Marvel Two is a surefire sign that Marvel are trying to sideline Brie Larson and get rid of her because the first Captain Marvel film was such a failure, right? Oh, God. Well, that would be a $1.1 billion box office failure, right? Any film would kill to have a failure that made $1.1 billion, right? <laughs> and it's just this thing of like, it's like they just can't, I don't know, can they just not stand a woman being in the lead role? And and when you look at it, there's this kind of a pattern that's gone on, right? With things like not not too much with Black Panther, but but Shang Chi got a 
stick from certain quarters for being, you know, and again, fairly obvious reasons because it's primarily an all Asian cast, right? You've got now you've got after Falcon and Winter Soldier, you've got a, a black Captain America, right? With the Eternals, you got female leads. You've got you know people of color and and and, and different and, and different gender identities. I believe exactly. in in the Eternals and exactly, yeah, I've right? se- I've seen a bit of jib around that, and it's just it's it's a film. And, it, and but it's also it's like oh the Eternals has flopped because it's too woke. Well, no, maybe. I mean, I've not seen it. I don't know. Maybe it's flopped just because it's not a good film. I don't know, right? And they and, they, and they're using the awareness, yeah, of, of of it as an excuse. Yeah, maybe it's flopped because the shorter, more popcorn-y fun films that people would rather go see instead. Maybe it's flopped because because people have been waiting two years for James Bond and they'd rather go and see that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's yeah. lots of reasons it's flopped. Being quote-unquote woke is highly unlikely to be one of them. But again, it's this thing of, oh, it's, it's woke, it's, it's flopped, this is the end of the line for Marvel, they need to blah, blah, blah. It's not, though, is it? it, it of course it's not, right? <laughs> but but all these criticisms all seem to have this pattern and this thing in common, right? Where it's either a, a female lead, a main character or characters who are not white, or, or as you say, different gender identities or sexualities or anything like that. And all of a sudden, it's this sign that, that Marvel are going woke and, and they're all going to flop. And it's just, it's because now... Tony Stark is dead. Captain America has, has hung up the shield. And it's going in a different direction. It is. And nobody, the lead... the, the, I say nobody. That certain people aren't comfortable with. But yeah. let's, let's look at it. Let's look at what the whole MCU is. Mm. It's a bunch of. Co- it's based on a bunch of comic books where anything and anyone yes. can be anything. Exactly. Exactly. Why is it worth getting so hung up on the fact that Marvel have taken? You know, a slightly different approach to their films, mm. when there are some real horrendous, real-world problems going on that those people could put their effort to instead of getting a bit shitty on Twitter. Yeah, like it's yeah, yeah. it's 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 sad, and you know, I don't know. Coming back to the Ghostbusters thing, because I I don't like talking about this sort of stuff because everyone's got their own opinions, and of course, you know, yeah. obviously, your you and my opinions, Mark align quite quite well that's, that's i think mm. that's how we work quite well as as, as people and there's going to be people listening to this go oh, i don't agree with that and they'll let us know of course they will mm-hmm. but that's that's the thing it's called opinion everyone's got yeah. it. whether you like it or not if you don't agree with somebody do you know what you could do just just leave it just walk on yeah yeah, yeah if somebody's yeah. wearing a pair of trainers on the street you don't you don't go go oi mate i think they're shit you don't mm. But because people can hide behind a screen, and it's the keyboard warrior thing that mm-hmm. we live in now, this this world of, I can say it on Twitter, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, it freaking well does most of the time. And there's yeah. there are things coming out now that people have hurled racial abuse across across the internet and they've been fined and summonsed mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and done time. And it's just like people need to understand that just because you've thrown your toys out of the pram over the internet, there are consequences these days. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I just think I think uh, it's I think fan, fandom as a whole, and and again, this isn't to like tar everyone with the same brush, right? Fandom as a whole can be a great thing, and it, obviously, it brings people together, right? It, it creates kinda, a sense of community for the it, things it, that we like. 
Exactly right. But again, it's like it also that it, it kind of brings out the worst in some people. I think, you know, again when they're talking about like Doctor Who, right? Jodie Whittaker, you know, oh, it's ruined now. It's a female Doctor, blah blah blah. And it's like, well, no, it's it's an alien, right? So it could look <laughs> like anything. Honestly, yeah, it, it's it's a it's not a real person, right? It's a it's fictional all character. Made. Exactly, right? It's all made up. It's space wizards, right? Those who describe Star Wars is space wizards. It's like that's, that's daddy issues in space. Exactly, right? And again, I don't know. It's just people have this. The, the, I think there's a couple of things. I think I think one is that they don't like seeing something different, right? And like with Marvel, for example. With the with the end of End Game and Phase Three, the lead characters in the MCU are no longer all white men. Right, you've got you've got loads of different kind of diverse characters. Sure, and you know the Doctor is a female Doctor, and the next one might be as well. Who knows? It may, who knows what they're going to do with it? Oh, but here's one. Got... Here's one. This this will Go get on. everyone. They could be a doctor next that's gender neutral. And then oh what will people say? Oh, oh Pass the smell insult. I mean, but, I'm being sarcastic here because who <laughs> gives a shit what the next well, doctor is? Honestly. Well, yeah, yeah. And I, th- I think a lot of it is people have this, like I was saying earlier on, they've got, they, they feel this kind of entitlement, like they, they own it. And, and like this, the, you know, what was the other one a couple of years ago? Like Last Jedi, right? Now, now to me, Last Jedi and Rogue One, are the two best Star Wars films because they are the two films that try and do something a bit different that try and kind of maybe less so Rogue One because it's obviously a prequel and you kind of know what the ending's going to be but I think the way that, that Last Jedi treated the characters in a more as realistic a way as they could okay in terms of like what would happen if if Luke was all of a sudden you know at the end of Return of the Jedi the savior of the galaxy and he wanted to go off with this ideal mission and and this this vision of kind of training new jedis and a new generation and all that and it all went wrong and he felt himself a failure and he kind of shut himself away and became a hermit and all that kind of thing i thought that was a really interesting exploration of the character i think it was more interesting than his character's been in any of the other films combined but people are going like well, that's not the sequel I wanted. I didn't want that. And now all of a sudden, it's like Disney's ruined Star Wars. Or, again, Kathleen Kennedy's ruined Star Wars. I see a common denominator here. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. And, of course. and again, it's not all fans, right? You can have, by all means, you, you can you can like and dislike the whatever films you want. But a lot of the kind of abuse and, and vitriol certainly kind of had a common theme running through it. Yeah, okay. I, I follow. Do you see what I'm saying? And yeah. I just think it's it really gives fans a bad name. And it's not going to stop. And no. I think you know, there's 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 not gonna be consequences for people going, Oh, I don't like it, I want this, I want that. Yeah. Um yeah. but the abuse to the actors who are at the end of the day just doing a job. Yeah, they're like yeah. you and me. They do a job to get paid to make their way. All right, they get paid obscene amounts of money. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, but to deal with some of the abuse they get for just doing their job, yeah, yeah maybe that's warranted the fees that they get paid. Yeah, because it can't be easy. You know, there's no, Jennifer no. Lawrence is taking a hiatus because she was getting abuse for things. Yeah, and you know, there's there's lots of musicians around there. There's just 
just people in general that have had to take breaks from their day-to-day lives because of the internet. And it's horrendous. The internet is both amazing and awful at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, you can, yeah. Go, you can go on Twitter and have a look at a little cat being cuddled. And in the next, <laughs> and in, you know, the next, oh God, the next video, you'll see some horrendous reportings around the world, you know. Yeah. I want a really, and really I've, nice note to end on. Yeah, isn't it just? Isn't it just? No, I, th- I think... I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't think we've seen, we've kind of said anything that hasn't been said before. I don't think we've kind of changed the world, but it's quite a highbrow topic, isn't it? It's a bit heavy, but but no, it's some just been something that's been kind of bugging me for a while. Yeah, this sense of entitlement, this sense of ownership, where ultimately, you know, the the fans don't own Star Wars or the Marvel films, right? They're owned by huge multinational corporations. They obviously wouldn't be a success without the fans, clearly. But ultimately, they're a product to make money. Those companies will do make decisions in a way that they think will make them the most money. And just to add to the facts about Catherine Kennedy, she's she's been around the block a few times. I do yeah. think she knows what she's doing. It's a fun fact. I found out the other day that she's a producer of Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, she you know that, is. You know, being, that, you know she... that massive flop that they did in the 80s that spawned? Yeah. Two sequels and just well known and loved across the world. Oh yeah, and and she did the what that little trilogy. What was it called? Indiana Jones. It's a quadrilogy, but we'll leave that. The trilogy. And so yeah, she she film, knows exactly what she's doing. Uh, let's draw it to a close, <laughs> because as I said earlier, it's very heavy. We hey. we don't want to be this heavy every week. We don't. We don't. I don't anyway. <laughs> Next week. It'll be half an hour of bum and knob jokes, so don't worry. <laughs> uh, oh, no, because that, that will keep the toxic fandom people happy. That's the, they will, uh, but hey, comments are welcome. But directed at Mark. Yeah, I'll take it. I don't care. No, I think, and as I say, no, it, it's it's it, it's not everyone, obviously. There are, there are some great fans out there, and, and they can do a lot of good. And it does have that sense of community. But if you feel that my comments are specifically directed at you, then you are probably one of the ones I'm talking about. <laughs> and on that note... We need all the listeners we can get. But no, <laughs> and on that note... I think we'll wrap up there. Very good idea. So congratulations if you made it to the end without getting too angry. We weren't talking about you. Please get in touch. Any comments podcast at culturetrumpet.com like and subscribe review mm. if you can all the usual places you get your podcasts there will be a link for the survey in the description please take a couple of minutes there's only five or six questions just some really simple questions and, and feedback we're after you could do it um, when you're having a poo you can you can it's that simple. look at that it's so I'm simple. bringing it right back to the level we started off at. That's it. <laughs> let's 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 finish as we started. <laughs> Shit. As, me- as, we've- <laughs> as we've mentioned before, there is a Patreon. It helps us cover our costs. If you'd like to be the first to be a Patreon supporter, you'll get Please. an extra special shout-out. And you can pick... Let's say you can pick the subject of the week for the next episode even Ooh. if it's in even if it's not in a week's time you can pick that subject for the next episode now that'll be interesting and we will but depending on what the subject is we will discuss it to varying degrees but we will discuss it 
I like there this. I like this. Oh, an incentive. An incentive to be the first supporter. You call the shots for our next dedicated subject of the week. Happy days. Well, that remains to be seen. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye.